Hey everyone, and welcome to the Academy Warriors podcast. My name is Liz. And my name is Luis. And today we'll be providing you with some tips on what not to do on your resume. Your resume is pretty much your foot in the door. This is how you present yourself to your employers. Um, One of the biggest, biggest, biggest uh, mistakes is... um, exaggerating or lying about your work experience. Um, You are presenting yourself to the employer, the hiring manager, um, and you want it to be as truthful as possible because um, they can find out if it's not factual. Um, They can hire you and find out that you actually don't have the skills you possess that you said on the resume. You know, they can um, find out through word of mouth. They can ask around. Um, Nowadays, you know, the world is getting smaller professionally. Um, everyone knows everyone. So you don't want to accidentally um, kind of uh, taint your your um, reputation by lying. Um, so pretty much do not lie about your work experience. Be truthful, be honest, um, own what you, you do possess um, and let it speak for you. Yeah, d- d- definitely. Don't, don't make that mistake. And, uh, you are going to eventually be caught, like Liz said. So just be truthful about your work experience and uh, honesty will be rewarded uh, when you get the job too. So uh, be be true to yourself. Our next point, uh, do not add an image of yourself. Uh, This is a mistake that some people may make in adding a a LinkedIn looking like picture on your resume. Uh, Don't do that. Very rarely do you find a job that actually asks you to include a picture of yourself. Uh, in fact, in all the jobs I've applied to, and whew, there's quite a bit of jobs that I've applied to and <laughs> since I started college, I've never been asked to put an image on my resume or even attach a picture on my job application in general. So uh, don't do that. Don't add that image. It, it, it might be really easy for an employer to maybe have a certain bias of some sort and that might affect you when you're applying to that job. So don't fall for that. I mean, hopefully employers don't have that bias, but in putting an image, if you put an image and if you're a guy and your tie wasn't correct or, you know, there was something wrong there, then they're going to take note of that. If you're a girl and maybe your shirt was really wrinkled or something like they're going to take note of that as well. And you know, that, they're going to have an unconscious bias, you know, when they look at your resume and that might put them off, you know, that might speak volumes to them or they might think, oh, this person is unprepared. Look at how their picture looks like. And you don't want to be in that moment where you don't get a job because of your picture that you included on your resume. But when you go to the interview, make sure that you are as tidy as possible though. But for the resume, leave any picture out. Uh, and and do not include it unless they do require it. But again, that is rare. I, I again, I have not seen any place myself that has asked me for one. Uh, one thing that's not talked about enough is um, the size and the length of your resume. You don't need two or three pages. You don't even need one full entire page back to front. Just keep it on one front page. Um, remove any useless information that doesn't really pertain to the job. You probably don't need that long bio at the top. You don't need to include your career and life objectives and your hobbies. Keep it relevant and keep it short 
so that when the hiring manager gets the resume, they look at it. They don't need to flip the page. They look at it and they see all your experience and they'll make their decision based on that. Um, Any more will probably get lost in the rush. So keep it one page, one side. Yeah, especially when sometimes there could be hundreds and, oh gosh, even maybe thousands, depending on what job you're applying to or what company. And so make it easier for them is is definitely a a big factor there. Um, Mm -hmm. Another thing, you do not want to include any personal data about yourself on your resume. And uh, when I mean by personal data, don't put your age on it. Don't put a driver's license number unless for some reason they request it on the resume. Uh, don't include a social security number, uh, names of relatives, friends, uh, your social media pages and where they can be found, even though they might eventually find them, but don't make it easier on them to find them, especially if you are not too proud of your social media pages. And so make sure you don't include these things. Uh, if they do need to ask you, A, provide us your driver's license, uh, what's your social media, which I have heard some companies do ask that, then you know you can actually provide that information. But if they do not ask that, don't provide it to them on your resume. Uh, again, it takes up space, but beyond that, once you send your resume, you don't know how well secure all that information is on the company's database. And so best thing for you is just not to include it and, and only include it if they ask for it in a safe location, of course, as well. This next one is super simple. Um, don't include references that have not been notified that you are applying to a job and intend to use them as a reference. Um, you should also rule of thumb, um, ask for their permission to put them down as a reference. Um, some of them, um, some references may not be allowed to provide a reference, um, you know, depending on their company policy. Some may not feel comfortable with it. Um, they may not want to tell you, but they may not have good things to say. Um, but you also want to ensure that your reference does have good things to say. Um, you want them to be ready, prepared, have you know, thought about your work performance and are ready to tell the hiring manager um, about those good things. Um, so, and also respectfully, you don't want to blindside somebody. Um, they'll get that call and all of a sudden, you know, they're asked to provide a reference for someone who maybe they don't remember. Um, maybe they haven't given a lot of thought, they're busy. Um, and it's just kind of rude. Give them that notification. One thing that some people might think you have to include on your resume is your GPA. And if they don't ask for it, do not include it on your resume uh, unless you have a GPA that is like 4.0 plus and you were just so proud that you want to include it on there, then do include it. But if you don't have that, if you, I mean, even if you have a 3.5, that might seem good still, uh, still do not include that unless they ask for you to include it because you don't know who else you're competing against. You might be competing against uh, someone else who might put a 4.0 GPA on their resume. Uh, You might be more qualified for the job and immediately they're probably going to sort you out and have more of a priority for that 4.0 GPA. So if you don't need to include it, don't include it. Uh, If it's really low, do not include it either too. Uh, Nothing can be worse than an employer judging you based on your GPA, which in my opinion, should not be the case because you can be a much better employee with a GPA of, say, 2.5, 
versus someone who has a GPA of, say, 3.5, but maybe they don't have the same skill set that you have. So my opinion, GPA is, is overstated. I don't think someone should be qualified because of that, because at the end of the day, that was your school life. And once you enter your career life, you could be equally as talented as that other person. Uh, maybe you just didn't do good and say, the math courses, the science courses, and that drove your GPA to go really down. And so uh, that's that's my opinion on that. So please don't include it if you don't have to include it. Yeah. And to add, I've done hiring before. I've, you know, held um, interviews and evaluated resumes. I've never cared about a GPA. I don't think many do nowadays. Um, and kind of like you said, um, you know, a 3.0 student, maybe better qualified for the job than a 4.0 student, a 4.0 or a 4.5 student. You know, um, they, it, to me, it says you may not have had um, time to, you know, have an internship or do extracurriculars, especially when you're applying for college. They want to see what else you did. Um, and I think, so it doesn't matter, honestly. Um, and I don't think, I don't think evaluators care about them anymore anyway. Um, but to go on to that and that next tip, uh, work experience that is not related at all to the job. Uh, don't include it. Uh, you may come to a point in your life where you've held different jobs um, throughout different fields. Um, you know, you maybe worked, for instance, I worked as in campaign management and political campaigns, and now I'm in marketing. Um, you know, some of that political campaigning is relevant if I were to apply to a marketing job, but I'm not going to, you know, put down that I also was an after-school program leader. Um, you know, it's not really relevant unless I'm applying to an educational um, role. So don't include that work experience. That's not relevant. Um, if you're applying to be a marketing analyst for Google, probably you don't need to put that you worked at McDonald's when you were in high school. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, I would say if you're starting out, do look at what your job experience is there. And if it's something not related and you might not have that much work experience, if there is a way that you can actually relate to the job that you're applying to in that work experience, then you might be able to include it. But if not, don't worry about it. If an employer asks you like, hey, why haven't you been doing anything in this amount of years? Then, then you could bring it up in the interview and say, well, I did do this. I didn't include it there because, you know, I know it's not applicable to this job, but I was actually working here. It's just I didn't include it because it wasn't relevant to this job. And and they will understand that it was not relevant. So that that is that. Our uh, next point, uh, do not include any hobbies that are not related to the job. Uh, we all have a lot of great hobbies. Uh, you might be a big sports fan. The hiring manager might not be a big sports fan. Uh, so don't think that immediately, like if I put these things or maybe if you did research on the hiring manager and you're like, oh, they really like to go out skiing. Well, I'm going to put that. I like to do that, too. And I'm a big outdoorsy person and I might get the job because they are not just going to look at that because they are looking at other things and including your hobbies is not always something that is going to immediately catch their attention. They're going to be looking at your job experience and what are some extracurricular activities that you did that maybe were like community service 
uh, involvement on campus with like other clubs, organizations, uh, internships. They're going to look at other things like that. So just don't include your hobbies uh, unless you happen to do volunteering at an after school program and you're applying to a school role, then okay, do include that because that was just a volunteer role, but it was directly related to the job itself. But if you just uh, are a big soccer fan, like uh, Liz and me, then don't include that because you are applying to a teacher position, not a position in coaching. So look, look at those things and make sure that you only uh, add them if they are applicable. And of course, in the interview, if they do ask you, which I have been asked multiple times, uh, what are some of your hobbies or what are some of the things that you like to do, then say the truth. Don't lie about it. Don't say that like, oh, I did research on on this Harry manager that is doing the interview on me. I know they like X, Y, and Z. Well, now I actually do like X, Y, and Z as well because I'm trying to get the job. Like, be honest about yourself and like say your, your hobbies and don't adopt other hobbies just to try and get the job because you're eventually going to get caught. Let's be honest. They're going to catch that you're not you're not what you say you are and you cannot become a fan of something if you aren't really a fan of something. So be honest and, and just don't include those hobbies uh, on your resume. Next up, don't include your previous wages. Or if you're currently employed, don't include your current wages. You may price yourself out of a position potentially if they think that's um, a wage that they may not be able to compete with, they may not even um, invite you to an interview or even consider your resume further. Um, in my opinion, um, salary negotiation is something that can be saved for later on. Um, you know, at least have that interview, get that interview experience, get your foot in the door. Maybe, um, maybe that's something you can negotiate later on, um, you know, a wage that you feel is fair. Um, but I think for the most part, um, I've, I have seen some applications where they ask you for the wages you made at a position. In my opinion, it's totally acceptable to leave that blank and discuss that in person with a hiring manager. If they ask, um, leave it blank. If they ask for it, you know, in order to proceed, that's something, that's something else. But don't by default put that on your resume. Um, you don't need to include that on an application. Save that conversation for later. Yeah, in fact, I think one of the things that uh, I would do a lot in job applications is actually put that I'm negotiable and not put an actual amount because uh, by putting that, you're saying that whatever job offer that you get, if you don't like it, you'll let them know and you'll try and negotiate uh, a fair deal for yourself. But if you give them a price right away, then they are already going to have formulate like their own salary. And maybe, they, maybe you're going to get paid more, but they saw that your previous wage was maybe this amount. And now they might actually just pay you either that same amount or maybe just slightly higher than that. So you don't want to be left in that position. And, and so just don't state that on your resume because they're going to know that they're going to see that and uh, in, certain, in certain circumstances, they might even think like, oh, this person got paid this much. That means that maybe they actually don't have as much job experience that they are saying that they do have. And so you don't want to be put in that position where they think that you might be uh, lying or, or that you might not be as uh, competitive for the position judged basically solely on your past wage. So uh, don't include that. 
So our final point, uh, if you have any kind of degree, I'm talking if you have an associate's degree from a community college, if you already got your bachelor's and, and so on, make sure that you do not include your high school diploma or GED. Uh, it's already inferred that you have either or. I mean, if you went to your college, you had to have that as part of your requirement. And so you don't want to take up space in your resume. We talked about it earlier. You want to make sure that your resume does not go over a page. And if you include this, this might be the part that makes it go over a page. And again, it's already inferred that you did go to high school, you got your GED, and that's how you got your degree because that is a requirement, as far as I know, for any college, online, in-campus, hybrid, whatever. It is a requirement, which I'm assuming it, it is the case for all colleges or hopefully uh, most of them that you need that. And so uh, that's not necessary. And even beyond that, you have something that is a level beyond that. And so you wouldn't even want to include it already because you already have something else that puts you even more competitive. Uh, and I would also add to that same goes in my particular situation. I have a master's degree in business. And I also have a couple of associate degrees. And the moment I got my master's degree, I actually don't include my associate degrees anymore on my resume because now I have a bachelor's and a master's. And so adding the associate degrees would just take up more space. And I already have degrees that go beyond that degree. And so the moment you are at that level as well, you can start pushing some of your older degrees away because now you have degrees that are higher than that or at a higher level than that. And you're able to show more uh, competitiveness in that nature without having just an associate uh, degree because it's, it's more than that degree. And so you are uh, showing them that you have already completed the previous because again, you couldn't get your master's if you didn't have a bachelor's and, and so on. And so uh, that goes without saying as well. So if you guys aren't following us on social media, we invite you to check us out. Uh, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Academy W Podcast. On Facebook, we can be found at Academy Warriors Podcast. And if you would like to send us an email address, uh, our email address is Academy Warriors Podcast at gmail.com. So please feel free to contact us if there is any particular topic that you want us to cover, to talk about, to have a guest on the show as we have in the past, then uh, please let us know and we'll, we'll find a guest and we'll have a conversation on whatever topic that you would like, even if it's something really detailed, we'll talk about something uh, detailed uh, as well. So please let us know. And uh, also please subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts uh, so you can be alerted whenever we do post another podcast. And so thank you everyone for listening to us today and we will see you next time.